Hi, I'm Kent. And I'm Anna. We're married, we make movies, and we believe that anyone in any circumstance can make a feature film. Welcome to the Feature Filmmaker Podcast. If you want a career making movies, you're in the right place. Hit subscribe to never miss an episode. Let's jump right in. Hi, welcome to this episode. Today we're going to talk a little bit about something we've been thinking about, and it came up from an event that occurred yesterday. Anna and I were talking a lot about our lives and priorities, and it was interesting because Anna asked me a question, which we, when we plan our week, we usually do it by priority order, and we've always known that, like, for us, our top priority is God, and our second priority is our marriage, and our third priority is our children, and then, like, there's, like, home and finances and jobs and all sorts of stuff under that, right? And we figure out the, we figure out the order of those priorities, and health is somewhere in there. But in general, with our mostly relationship-based prioritizations, she said, where does my relationship with myself go? <laughs> yeah, where does self-care, like exercise and sleep? <laughs> or just like self-time, you know? like or just relaxing time to read a book or something. Yeah, and, and so that was interesting because it, it was causing a lot of grief, I think, for us, this this question and I think it was leading to some major problems in our feelings of emotional health and motivation and everything relating to those things and so what I responded in that moment was well to me if we think about it scripturally we believe in in the Bible to be the Word of God and so the we prioritize things obviously based on on a lot of those scriptures and so when Jesus said that the greatest commandment is to love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, might, mind, and strength, and love thy neighbor as thyself. And so many people before us have obviously made the astute observation that therefore you have to love yourself if you're going to love your neighbor as yourself. And in a lot of ways, I think that our love for ourselves and our sort of self-esteem, if you will, really is very closely tied to our relationship with God, but it showed that I think that our relationship with ourselves goes pretty much right under our relationship with God so that we can have something to extend our love through to other people. And so if we don't have it, we can't give it. And so a lot of that reflection is reflecting, it's something we were reflecting on tonight in regards to the Feature Filmmaker Academy and how, how that affects us as filmmakers and as artists and without getting too religious or even philosophical, we kind of want to maybe talk about it in somewhat of a more practical term in the sense that priorities, I think, are very practical. And I think that when we start to latch on to those priorities and start to mentally sort of accept certain priorities as, as de facto, and then they start to become efficacious in our lives and we start to actually behave according to those priorities and that will lead to real results. Yeah, something that we try to do is while we plan our week, we put the items in the calendar in priority order, not necessarily like we wake up on Monday and do a bunch of like the first priority on Monday and the next priority on Tuesday, but they those things go on the calendar first so that if there isn't room for all of the things, the ones that are a lesser priority are the ones that don't end up on the calendar. Don't fit. And so... I had not even had a category for myself for a long time and then eventually realized I need one. I need a category for 
taking care of myself because that is something I spend time doing and created one, but I didn't know where it went in the priority order. Like Kent, you just described. And I think this is very common that we, especially I was talking to one of my clients today about this, that we as women and especially parents or mothers tend to have so many people who need us that we're taking care of that our own needs just get pushed down, down, down until those are the ones that are getting off the calendar. They don't fit and we're not prioritizing them. And it can be this really frustrating cycle because it is sort of like trying to give something you don't have or trying to use a tool that's not sharp. And we also discussed last night this quote by Abraham Lincoln, where he said, give me six hours to chop down a tree and I'll spend the first four sharpening the axe. And four is a lot of hours (laughs) to sharpen an axe. But if you're not sharpening your axe, you're just hitting a tree with a dull metal piece. You're going to wear yourself out, but you're not going to make much progress, if any. And I was feeling that way. And sometimes I think we all feel that way where we're exhausted at the end of the day and don't feel like we've made much progress. And sometimes that can be a sign that we do need to sharpen our saw, our tool, your body is your instrument. It's how you make films. It's how you do everything you do. And so taking care of that body is very important. Right. And when I think that in, in the sense of taking care of that body, I have a couple thoughts on this. Um, First of all, the body, people talk about the mind body connection or whatever which I think is really silly because the mind, if you think of it as the organ, which is a brain, is part of our body, right? It's like, <laughs> oh, there's like this finger-hand connection. It's like, it's like it's all one thing, you know? And so for me, this mind-body connection, it's, yeah, it, there's obviously like a sleep factor and there's a exercise factor and there's a education factor and a knowledge factor and there's this these exercise of these muscles and organs and everything, right? And there's a, what are we consuming, you know, food and water and... And even media, you know, all those things. And media too. And so as filmmakers, this becomes very practical in the sense that, like, you take care of yourself as a steward over a body that has been given, whether you're an atheist or a Christian or whatever, we all know that our bodies are given to us, right? Like, we didn't create ourselves and we didn't bring ourselves into existence. Someone or something did. And so the point is, is that we kind of have this responsibility for this thing that was given to us to take care of it. And so I think that as we pour a lot of value into ourselves, I don't think that that's... That this brings me to my second point that I wanted to make is... You had said something, Anna, last night, and maybe you could help me remember this, but we, we were talking about, like, what is it, like, the difference between gluttony or, I don't know, doing what you want, you, you know, like, where's this line between that and, like, helping other people or doing something that's, like, important or God's will or whatever you think is, like, that higher thing and... Do you remember what I'm talking about? I think so. I think that I was thinking all of my wants were selfish. And you were That's kind right. of it's, showing me selfish that... Selfish was the word. For example, I was wanting to exercise. And I was thinking that's kind of selfish to want, I don't know, to like prioritize that above my family and home and children. Which is so funny to say out loud because I feel like yeah. most people would think like, no, that's disciplined. That's not selfish. That's like good on you, you know, exercise. Like I don't ever want to exercise. Some people I feel like, you know, it's like I would rather veg or watch Netflix. And it's like, 
yeah, I mean, there's like, there is selfish, gluttonous, lazy things we can do, and there's like responsible, good things we can do, and many of those things have to do with our self-care, because once again, if we're physically weak, we can't help anyone. If we are broken and exhausted or mentally ill, it, it's hard to lift others, you know, if and to lead, you know, and filmmakers are leaders. You know, if, if, if there's some sort of debilitating problem with our mind or body, which is all one thing, then, then we're really going to not be able to function as artists. And I think that we have this ridiculously false paradigm. Austin Kleon talks about this, of the of the troubled artist, this person who's like on drugs, just abusing themselves, no sleep, bad food, no healthy relationships, you know, some bachelor living in New York in some beat up apartment with rats and they're just producing great art, right? They're just like sacrificing their their lives on the altar of art. And maybe that exists sometimes. But it usually, I mean, that's why rock stars die in their 20s and 30s, and right? Like, and burn, yeah. Like, that's why we have, like, the rapper's 26 club, right? Like, the people who actually lived past 26. And it's, like, it's because, yeah, you might be able to make some, like, pretty amazing art for, like, a tiny little bit. And then it just all goes down. But then you're not around. You can't make art anymore when you're dead or when you're in the hospital or when you're just broken to pieces. And then there's the people who, like don't really get going until they're in their 50s and then they just make incredible stuff all the way through their 80s and you get guys making their first Oscars you know when they're 83 and it's remarkable you know look at look at the trajectory of careers like Ridley Scott and how many films he started making in his 40s versus his 50s versus his 60s and then he started getting he started really cooking in his 70s I feel like is <laughs> when he started making a ton of movies <laughs> and whether you like his movies or not I'd rather have that rhythm of artistic output where my greatest art is coming out of my maturity as opposed to my, like, just sort Drug-induced of... Drug-induced Yeah, my bombastic or 20s or whatever. And it's probably going to be more valuable for the human race anyway because I'm going to have more perspective and, and whatever. And so it's that idea of selfish. I think exercising is not selfish. I think um, that the word health also is sleep, clarifying. Sleeping is not selfish. You know? Yeah, because if it's healthy... It's something that is it is taking care of yourself. It is making yourself more able to perform in the need, your duties that you need to. And my point was yesterday was that it requires those all require effort. It requires effort to be disciplined enough to go to bed on time and to wake up early. Yeah. And to exercise. Even though you're like sleeping, that's not work. And to make healthy like eating choices, you know, it's like those aren't selfish things. And yet we sometimes trick ourselves into thinking that they are. Or even journal or these are all self care things that I think actually make us better people, spouses, friends, siblings, offspring. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so we'll leave you with that, but just want to bring it up and touch on the importance of self-care and challenge you to find a way to prioritize it a little more in your life. Make sure that you're living in a healthy way, that you're doing activities regularly that take care of your body, your instrument, and your soul as well. You know, there's mental health as well as physical health and things that nurture those parts of you will make you a better artist. Yeah, absolutely. And you are what you make. You make what you are, rather. And that's something we've talked about before. How 
I've mentioned many times, Miyazaki made charitable films because he was a charitable person, and yeah. it stemmed from him in ways it cannot stem from anyone else. And we've watched many movies where we go, oh, I get what they're trying to do here. They're trying to make a lovely, family, happy film of some kind, but they're not any of those things. You know, it doesn't feel genuine. And then there's films where it's like, oh, there's something so honest and real and, you know, profound. Like when you watch something like The Black Stallion or, you know, some of my favorite films or Miyazaki <laughs> films or whatever, and you go, well, there, someone cared about something deeply here. And even though it wasn't, it wasn't like, ah, you know, 18-year-olds are a great market, you know, and like, oh, these young parents want to take their kids to see something. You know, it's like, it's like, no, like there's something genuine there. And so when we genuinely make ourselves into more whole people, you know, we have to create something of ourselves. And of course, I think service and extending ourselves out to other people is a part of that. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that we only focus on ourselves and that we become egos- egotistical, I'm saying that it's actually impossible to be selfless if we are abusing ourselves or not taking care of ourselves or not being stewards over our minds and bodies. So anyway, yeah, so not to overextend the point. but Yeah, when you make yourself a priority, you have so much more to give to the people around you and to your art and what you're writing. There's more of you. There's more life experience that you can contribute, and I think that that really does go a long way. I agree. Well, thanks so much for joining us on this episode, and we hope you found it valuable and that you can take it and put it into practice as you continue to push forward on your own journeys and your own projects, your own film, your own art. And we hope to hear you. Hear you? We hope you hear us on the next episode. (laughs) Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, you'll love the Feature Filmmaker Academy a program designed to teach anyone how to finance and finish a feature film. There are many resources teaching you how to do a great job, but what they don't teach you is how to get the job in the first place. You cannot have a career making feature films until you've made at least one. Anyone can make a feature film using our proven model. It's risk-free. If you follow all the steps in the program, you'll finance and finish a feature film or we'll give you your money back. Learn more at invisiblemansion.com forward slash feature filmmaker or click the link in the show notes. If you find this free resource valuable, we'd really appreciate it if you leave us a review or share it with another filmmaker. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.